Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM welcoming you to episode 15 of What the Dice. If you haven't already, check out our Patreon, website, Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff. But that's not what you came for today. You came for episode 15. So let's get that started. We watch the fire slowly burn. Little flames jumping into the air and disappearing. The storyteller smiles, slowly opening the book. Well, me friends, they have entered the cursed swamp and have changed the realm on which they stand. What will they find? What? curse has brought them to this place is this the true curse or have they taken steps into doing something no other have tried before sit back me friends for the mystery has just begun As Kalila moves forward, she sees the swamp as is if it was before. The swamp layout is exactly the same. Down to the vines that had sealed them in originally. But these vines look like they are made of nothing but mist. Looking out into the tree line itself, one of the other things she noticed is that the mist that hung around the swamp is not there. You can see deep into the tree line. You see no creatures moving. Everything is still. Tyler's going to head back to the to where Clyde is. I'm assuming he's stayed in place. And he's not puking his guts up anymore. Or oh, that's except. good. Up. Well, okay, I'm good. <laughs> good news, it seems the mist is gone. I can see a lot further into the swamp, and I can recognize some of the places we have been, even in the distance. That being said, why is it so different? Because, like I had um, perceived earlier, we are in a different plane. How do you come to that conclusion? That would be my hypothesis. I mean, it's a good one to start well, with. No, while you were in the tree, you had this realization. Like, it was, it's almost as if that strange sap was telling you this. I got an epiphany from the juices inside the tree. Epiphany. No, you didn't drink the stuff, did you? Think of it more of like it was being injected through me, like it would be a tree. I don't nod. She goes, well, we don't have the torch anymore. 
Now what are we supposed to do in this plane? We were supposed to return the fire. Did we not do that? Mm, Shall well, we see if one of our torches can be lit here? I'd recommend stepping away from the gas leak, though. Yeah, let's head over to the opening a little bit better so we can see. Just before where the vine sealed us in. Can Clyde move his piece, or is... Too busy puking his guts up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm also eating at the same time. No, no, you're uh, good. Okay. We will light a regular torch here. As you pull out your torch and try to strike the flame on it, your flint and steel pass through each other. Well, that's slightly obnoxious. Can I get an awareness check? <laughs> My perception is a Perception. 10. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I, I've been playing a lot of Shadowrun, so my brain... Yeah, it's perception. 24. Okay. 17, in case you didn't hear me. Yeah, I didn't hear you. Oh, and I had set a 10. Okay. Kalila... Wait. What'd you roll, Kalila? 24. All right. Kalila is the only one to notice that there is a strange blue orb of fire floating around you, keeping its distance, but still following. Guys. I'm going to put it on the map for you guys. How long has that orb been around us? What orb? Uh, what Two orb? Point. Oh, that one. Um, no clue. That would be the first of my noticing it. I will say hello. It doesn't respond. It just keeps its distance. I will hold out the torch in its direction. It does not move towards you. Okay. I would say then we just keep an eye on it and if something happens, then something happens. Kalila, seeing that there's an orb and it seems mystical, she's going to see if she can cast light. Alright. Is that a cantrip or is it a spell? It is. This spell causes a touch object to glow like a torch. So she's going to touch the torch and cast light on it. The torch lights up with this strange color. It, it's... So the point of light is black, but the light that it emanates is this strange purple. Well, does it seem to be at least still illuminating, even if it is purple? If you had your hand about three inches away, your hand now glows slightly purple from the light. Alright, so it has a very limited distance. Well, magic seems to kind of work, but I don't know if we need a torch. There's still enough light to see things. It feels like you are in early morning, so you have that morning sun look. But visible enough to you're not going to trip on everything under your feet. Right. You know, I'm kind of curious on how the put the oozes work around here now. 
see any creatures. Even the little... Remember the little chittering guys that greeted us last time? Oh yeah, I remember them. The guys in the trees. Yeah, they're no longer here either. Let's head back up to where we camped first, the elevated platform. Just beware the bull trap. Oh wait, the bull rush trap I think was the other direction. Yeah, it was the right. Let's, let's be wary, period, because if this is a different plane that is dark or has attributes like that, remember that other tree that was not a very good tree? I mean, that might be here as well. Yeah. We'll proceed cautiously, but let's try and find that elevated area and see if it's different like it was in the last swamp. As you guys move forward, you start to hear the sounds of chains being dragged, the sound of breathing, the sound of heartbeats. You don't feel like you are alone in this plane. Well, that's scary, hearing a sound of a heartbeat. Does everybody else hear that? I do. Oh, I hear it. I wish I kind of didn't. Follow us? It's emanating from everywhere. Um... Can I get... It's not a perception check. Let me pull up the character sheets real quick to see if anyone has... This sound is probably reverberating. Just like it did with that uh, pipe thing. Correct. In case I knew the word of reverberate and not just echo. Yeah. Let's do a knowledge nature. Alright. On you guys. Eleven. Man. Uh, 13. So, based on very limited information that you guys have obtained, it almost seems like this is creating... You're almost like in the... And I, I, I guess the best way to put it is you're in the realm of the living essence of the real world it is this plane where magic flows like sap it is what's giving what's bridging the worlds together it's the the glue between the two realms while Clyde was in that tree he could literally feel magic moving from here out to its branches Clyde, when was the last time your character uh, you ate? It was yesterday, right? I mean, it would have been. I'm sure we would I have mean, had it's a new a day. Then yeah, because we didn't stop. We just kind of came here in the morning, and we're like, whoa. Clyde, you feel like you have had a large meal since you've been inside that tree. You feel not stuffed to the point of like you overate, but that you've had a good hearty meal. And you feel very rested. Even though you puked up. Or almost puked. Okay. Um. Have we eaten recently? Not since... Well, we got distracted as soon as we found the stump. Not since yesterday afternoon. I think the, uh... 
magics that I was exposed to have nourished my body in ways that I do not know because I feel rather like full not like I'm, I'm definitely not hungry at all Lila will stop and figure if she's hungry or not and see if she feels the same you do feel like you could eat You like you the last time you ate was dinner I could eat I'm hungry So the magics of this plane of nourishing all of these things, if something were to tap into them and be okay with whatever feeling might come upon them, they could sustain themselves here. Yeah, I, st I think I'll stick to my rations at the moment. Oh, That I'm whole heaving saying, stuff uh, didn't look good. I'm saying things that would be okay with the that feeling that comes from <laughs> that is an interesting way of describing a feeling I'm gonna have to remember that it's the only way I could describe how I felt after coming out of that tree oh where's the uh, orbat in relation to us now Dan oh thank you I forgot it was there and also I would imagine since you said there was no fog we should be able to see farther uh, what is y'all's, uh, field of vision? Where might that be? I have low-light vision. Uh, it will say... Both of them have better vision than me. Yeah, it just uh, says so low-light vision. No, no range. Yeah. Basically, I believe it's 60 for me. It's 120 for low-light. And then... Dark vision would be able to see 180. There you go. Thank you. So, one of the things you guys have noticed is with no miss, the swamp still has that feeling of danger to it. Like, stranger danger? Stranger danger, sure. You also mm -hmm. notice that there are impressions on the grass, like footprints and where, like, a body was laid, as if this grass retains the memory of everything that happened while it was ever existing on the physical plane. I would call... Um over to see if she could determine how long ago this was. Kalila, I need a survival check. 15. Say again? 15. One five. Studying these footsteps or these footprints and these impressions of bodies, some of the footprints are yours. Others are centuries old but the grass doesn't seem to grow like it the grass doesn't seem like it's ever grown since the last time it was stepped on to the point of you even see where like things were dragged 
These are our, our footsteps from when we're here. Clyde, that's yours. That's here. So point off in the direction where we all went running from that mirror, which should be right about here, actually. So we are literally seeing the remnants of the other plane in this one. Yes. Oh, it seems that's like so scary. That has passed is permanently imprinted here, but hasn't grown. And she'll point out like one that looks like it was some time before them. And who knows if that was a day or a hundred years before them. Okay. So while we are in this plane, I will never let down my guard. Ever. Speaking of the mirror, Kalila, you remember where it was at, correct? Like, yep. Roll a perception check with advantage. Just with advantage, give me. You roll twice, take the higher. Oh, much better. 25. Looking over to where the mirror was, on the ground, you see this ornate mirror laying reflective side up. Unlike the one you saw before, the glass is perfectly clean. There's no dirt on it. On the outside, there is mithril bindings that look like someone had almost braided strands of mithril together. And floating above it, a mask. It's a mask that has multiple sides and it just is spinning. Some faces are twisted and grotesque. Others are weeping. Some are look like they're laughing hysterically, but it is not physically there. It's almost as if the mask itself was made of mist. Kalila will uh, take a step back closer to Clyde while keeping an eye on that. As you watch, you see a shadow form of yourself, a form of you of pure mist, walking over and burying it. The mask seems to stop moving as your shadow form passes over. The mask just seems to watch. A few moments later, the mask lowers itself. Shadowy dirt that you put up, your shadow form put upon it, is brushed away, and the mask floats back up. It restored itself to be found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kalila's gonna gonna get Clyde and Short Round to watch that. It seems to repel. Again, this time it's not you. The armor is older. It's a half orc. He does the same thing. He buries it and moves on. The mask again lowers itself, removes the quote-unquote dirt, and floats back up. Do I recognize the half-orc in any way, shape, or form? Not at all. Okay, but, um... It's not knowledge nature. Does anyone have any type of, like, knowledge history or anything that, uh, like a knowledge local, maybe? Nope. I have local knowledge, yeah. Go ahead and roll knowledge, knowledge local. 
16. The armor that that half-orc was wearing is old. As in, instead of being pieces of leather, it looks like it was made from a solid piece of leather. A style that hasn't been seen in probably a hundred years. His weapons are more iron-based than steel. And even his boots and banding on the boot look like they are a lot older. Mm, that orc? Yeah, that style hasn't been around in roughly a hundred years or more. Uh, before I called you over, I saw myself burying that. Now we see what you're saying is a hundred-year-old orc. What were you wearing? Now, wait a minute, Clyde. Are you hitting on her? I mean to see if it was recent or in a different, because if she's wearing exactly what she's wearing now, that's a way to pass over. It's almost like a reflection of what we were about to do, possibly. Oh. I was wearing what I was when I originally did that. Defibulous is also to keep an eye on that orb, make sure it's not like inching closer while we're distracted. Nope, it's still sitting there. He'll wave at it. A few moments later, another shadowy form passes pa passes by you guys. Passing through, as in like, it literally walks through Clyde, as if he was not there. This time, it's a massively built human, dressed in fur armor, in his hand, a spiked club. Looking down at the mirror, he brings the weapon down, shattering the mirror. With a shrug, he moves on. The mask spins, stopping, staring at him. It seems to get mad. Then it lowers. The face that weeps cries hard, its tears landing on the mirror repairing it. The mask floats up and then starts to follow the strangely the fur-armored clad man. All of a sudden you see him burst into flames and drop down dead. The mask returns oh. to its mirror and returns back to floating. This is why you don't go breaking mirrors, people. I think there's a saying about bad luck in mirrors. Oh, I think that's a little more than bad luck. Well, do we go past it or do we go around? Can, well, I'm going to say we gather, can we gather anything to even put over the mirror since nothing can be moved in this realm? That's the, so I almost say that we would almost have to go around. Well, my question is, is, can we pass it harmlessly in this realm? <laughs> chances, chances. As I say, if we had a stick, we could see if we could flip it upside down in this realm. It has uh, the mithril anchors to it. No, it's not anchors. It's, it's almost like a really ornate mirror, so it's got the 
um, braiding around it. Oh, I thought you meant like braiding like mithril. Like an, okay, I understand that. But then again, after watching it vapor or set that other guy on fire, I don't know if it'd do that to us here. Well, it never seemed to get particularly mad because we just buried it. It got mad because that broke it. Yeah, it readjusted itself after uh, it was covered up. Anyone else think it's odd that someone used a mirror as a trap out here in the middle of the woods? A self-repairing mirror? Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder where it belongs. We... I'm gonna say hi. Gotta try and talk to it. <laughs> there is nothing wrong in always being courteous. Nope. So you're just going to walk up to it and say hi? Oh no, I'm gonna stay here and say hi. Okay. As you speak to it, the mask spins. As if it actually can hear you. Each mask side stops, looks at about where you're at, cocking its head left and right, then spins to a different mask, as if it is trying to see you or understand you. Um, I'm going to say in gesture, like past it, may we pass. As you continue to talk, perception check. Do I get one too since I'm listening? Yeah, everyone does. 14. 21. Okay. 25. Alright, give me one sec. I like the music you got going to this area. Thank you. As you guys are trying to, or as Clyde is trying to communicate with it, something starts to push through you. It stands almost ten feet tall. Large horns. It's body seems to be missing pieces. Its arm, instead of being this lighter gray that you're seeing, is almost completely devoid of color. It is just this black, a, a black void. Same with its leg and what looks like part of its skull. It stops, looks at the mirror, you hear something that is similar to Defibulus's weapon. The mask scatters, as in all the sides of the faces come visible and spread out. This strange creature moves past it, and the mask reforms. The mirror doesn't seem like it was damaged. That strange creature slowly disappears into mist. Hmm. I'm going to try something real quick. Um, everybody, you can cover your ears 
real quick. Alila will uh, fold her ears down. The Fibulous will cover his. I'm going to <laughs> say sorry, but then I'm going to yell really loud. Just say, but hello, but yell really loud. So you're toward the mirror. You're you're basically screaming hello at it. Yes. I. Uh, okay. All right. Not not something I expected, but all right. Give me a sec. Okay. The mask rotates a few times. It finally sets on a face that has a deep frown, blood dripping from its eyes, and it stares directly at you. It seems to be able to at least see where you're at. It may not be able to see you, but at least it understands that there is something there. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to motion everybody that they can uncover their ears. I wonder. So if you're if you are loud enough, it can sense your presence. But doesn't have an aversion to sound, like I thought that it might. That we had just saw, like a uh, uh, too loud of a sound, would almost like make it hurt and, and try to get away from it. But the louder the sound, the more it actually knows where you are. Right, so it sounds sensitive. But I'm curious as to its its form that it showed us. It seemed to be missing pieces. No, mean the, the big thing. Yeah, the big thing. What was the big thing? It, you don't couldn't identify it. It was basically about ten feet tall, strange horns. Its arm, instead of being this light gray mist that you've been seeing, is more of this devoid black, like lightless thing. Same with the leg, and part of its face or skull, however you want to. Okay. It was one of the uh, another image that we had seen. Like, oh, recently. okay. I thought he turned into that. Sorry, I mis I misinterpreted that. No. But as we heard the sound, like the Fibulous's gun, it kind of um, ran away from it. So that's what I was testing to see if you know it had an aversion to sound. But no, it more so saw exactly where we were or where I was with increased sound. Okay. The Fibulous, can I get a uh, intelligence check, please? Yeah, one second. 16. With the 16, you think about that sound. It sounded like your musket, but it was cleaner, more focused. You remember your parents talking about the firearms that they had seen depicted in ancient burial grounds that they were smaller and that they had more of a contained shot DeFabrius will kind of cock his head sideways kind of remembering that and he's like 
long ago, my folks used to talk about guns they'd seen in burial sites that, you know, a lot more compact, small, better design, but a lot more focused in their shot. And whatever that thing was, it kind of, the shot kind of sounds reminiscent of one of those. A lot more defined and altogether, unlike a blunderbuss, which just kind of sprays everywhere. I could, did he, now did the shadow thing shoot at the mirror or just shoot by it? It shot, <clears throat> it shot straight ahead. I can try shooting straight ahead like the creature did and see if that makes the mirror go away. Either that or I'll spontaneously catch on fire and then explode from my gunpowder. Yeah, that could be too. Um, it would be a bang. <laughs> has the orb done anything while we have been here? Because we've kind of been here for a little bit. It's just been keeping its distance, floating. It hasn't really been moving. You guys want me to try this the shot and see what happens? Well, do we want to keep going forward and trying this, or do we want to back off of it and try a different route? Let's try and just go around it and continue up to our original idea to see if that elevated platform is the same. If it is attracted by sound, as long as we are quiet, I doubt it's going to it seems less likely to come after us or be able to. Hmm. Possible, yeah. Well, I thought in order to go to the the Mesa thing, we had to get past them here, I thought. I believe so. Hmm. Yeah. I see big vines over here. Maybe. The big pointy Maybe. stabby ones? Yep. Alright. Quietly and slowly move past it. Uh, yeah, um... I will try if... Okay, or she... Okay, never mind. As Kalila moves across the mirror, the mask looks down and... Oh, I'm staying as far away as I, I possibly can. I know. Just it. Okay, make you, sure. The, it literally eats up that walk area, so you have to walk across it. Like, it is a large mirror. Okay. As you walk across it, the mask seems to look down and watch you pass over. I need a reflex check. I am using my black cat ability or something. Hold on. Okay. Cat luck. I am re-rolling my roll because I rolled on that one. What did you... Alright, what was that skill? Cat luck. Once per day, when a cat fault makes a reflex saving throw, they can roll the saving throw twice and take the better result. Okay, uh, go ahead. You must decide to use this ability, so... 14. So as you walk across it, at first you feel like you're about to slip. Catching your foot, you moved across. Is your character barefoot or do they wear shoes? I rely on the pads of my feet. As you walk across it, you notice that the mirror itself felt more like it was very cold ice. 
not to the point of where it hurt, but it was that, oh, that is very cold ice and very thick ice. But the mask watches you pass over the mirror and does nothing. All right. She'll look back at the boys and go, it's very cold, but you two wear shoes. It felt like ice. Just step carefully. Mm. Okie dokie. Who's going across next? I will go across next. All right. Reflex check. Well, you know about it, so acrobatics. Can, can I do a reflex check? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, it's ten. Remember, acrobatics with armor on is, is not very cool. You rolled a ten? Yeah, I have a ten. You, slot, you slip and land on your butt. <laughs> As you land, the mask spreads apart and surrounds you. And you hear laughter. The sounds of little children laughing, the sounds of adults laughing, the sounds of orcs laughing. After a moment or so, the mask slowly reforms above you, still watching you. Okay. I'm going to continue on the way. Are you just going to scoot across with your butt, or are you going to try standing up? Oh, I'll just scoot, scoot. <laughs> Skip out and scooting! <laughs> As you scoot, the mask seems to watch and almost tilts sideways like it is very confused on you doing this. Getting across, you get to the solid ground, and you stand. Besides being cold, you are unharmed. Cool. Defibulous, your turn. Uh, Defibulous is going to carefully go across the mirror. Acrobatics, please. 29. You get across without a problem. Thank God it wasn't acrobatics with jumping. Let me reveal more of the map for you guys. This area is vastly different than what you remember. The strange pools of murky water that were in the swamp originally now look like they are rugs. Colored the same color as the swamp's water, but it is clear they are solid. Walking around, you see creatures of undefined race. Some massively tall of 10, 9, 10 feet tall. Some short as the size of dwarves. They seem to be shuffling around in a lost haze. Some of them have chains dangling off of their feet that lead to nothing. Some have this strange devoid on limbs or on their faces. Some look like they are 
whole, except where their eyes would be are just black voids. And they shuffle. They seem to stop, seem to be setting things down into nothingness and move on. Some are standing and look like they're having a conversation, but you hear no words. Are they every day just shuffling? <laughs> okay, Mr. Uh, Paladin, are these like good things, bad things? Um, well, I am about yeah. to find out. I will detect evil in the cone area in their direction. Well, they're everywhere, so there's like clusters of them. So which way are you going? Or are you just activating it and then just doing a sweep? Yeah, it's in a cone, 60-foot cone. Okay. Yeah, where you're facing. So you can, it, it lasts so long. So you can do a 180 yep. or, or a 360 to see if it's everywhere or just a particular direction. Yeah, it lasts for 10 minutes. As you cast it, it seems to be a struggle. You have to focus harder than you've ever had to focus before. I need you to roll. Hmm. That's what a cantrip for you? No, it's a at will. Okay, then I need you to roll will. I mean, <laughs> at will means I can do it at any. I know, but I need you to roll a will. Okay. Magic. Like a will save? Just roll your will. Not like use your. Uh, go ahead and use. You're like your will save, but it's more of your. It you have to fight to get your will to to go. Okay, I got an eleven. It takes you a lot longer than normal, but you are finally able to get the spell to go off. Looking around, you see a mix of. If this is what just to see evil, or does it give you full? It detects all evil. Um, I can sense the presence of evil. Um, it's not so, like it tell me what kind or anything, but... As you look around, you see a couple of these creatures are evil, but it seems like they don't even know you're there. Some of them literally just walk through you. Besides feeling a little bit of a cold air around you, you're unfazed. For distance, and just keep moving. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. All right, where are you guys going? To that platform. All right. Is the orb following us, or is Hold it on. still? Go back to. Let me just put you here. Go back to. Uh, right. That's as far as you guys can get right now. As you guys approach the plateau, there seems to be, in the easiest sense, a door. It is tall. Probably about 15 feet tall. And Clyde and uh, the Fibulous would recognize it as like those big double doors. You see no door handles, 
but it looks like something is in the way. You see no markings on it, but you can feel that it is there. Well, there wasn't a door here last time, and I don't mm. see any walls. I don't sense any evil from it. Anyone want to do anything to these strange doors? I don't sense any evil from it. Alright, go try and open them. Put my paw okay. on it and push. Oh, I was going to knock. Kalila, as you put your paw on it, it feels like it's metal. Your hand seems to push through it a little bit, but not very far. A second or two later, you hear almost like a chime. The door opens, and two of these two creatures pass by you. One, tall and slender, glowing. The other one, short and stubby, also glowing. The doors remain open, and you're able to pass through. Hmm. What is on the other side? You see the plateau. Gonna make my way up then. Okay. As you make your way up, the large tree that you pass is no longer there. Instead, there is a small square platform that is got a small little fire going. Fire, as in like the colored fire that we had seen, or no, like a um, more like a candle, like a, a little fire. Kalila would recognize the smell of the smoke as a mix of patchouli and um, sage, and what's that other wood? Palisantos. Oh, okay. Sacred herbs. You, yeah, the smell of sacred herbs. Around the plateau, you see different sized creatures sitting, cross-legged. All of them glowing white. You can hear faint chants. The area feels safe. You no longer, no one in the party feels hunger. If you had any wounds, they will heal. I will say hello. But while he's saying hello, she's gonna at least watch where they actually laid a campfire down and see if that area is still there and see if she can see the same like time lapsey thing that happens or if nothing happens. As you look over there, it looks like there is a small square fountain but you also see grass you see tents in different positionings and you see multiple shadowy forms sitting near the campfire some of them eating some of them resting and then you see yourselves setting up the camp you see each one of you doing guard duty 
And then there's a strange moment where things seem to freeze as if something's wrong. Then you see some light coming from Clyde. And then time seems to be moving again. Defibulous will wave at himself. <laughs> Clyde was going to say hi or yeah. try and talk. Say, did anything happen when he said hi? Nope. I will ask, may we join you? Nothing seems to be responding to you. Can I get a uh, intelligence check from Clyde? <laughs> I'm guessing no. Yeah, that's a no. Something about that campsite or something about that point where time seems to act up seems familiar, but you have absolutely no clue why. It's a shame I can't warn myself to avoid that stupid oozer that I step on later. Alright, I will walk up to the campfire. I mean, I didn't have any adverse reactions, so... As you walk up to the campfire, the air seems slightly warmer, but not by much. The fire is white, with strange flecks of what would should be other colors, but they don't seem to be showing through. To feel more of the map so we can see things. In a second. Defibulous yep. and Kalila. Roll your perception, please. 13. 25. Defibulous notice that this scene seems to repeat itself again. A little faster than some of the areas you've seen. One of the things you notice as you were watching it is just before the strange point where the vision seems to not co show properly, Clyde is opening a box. And then time seems to, the the memory or however you want to describe it, this, oh. this playback seems to not, it, it just doesn't seem to be working. It almost seems like, I guess for our terms, it's like watching someone play a game with a lot of lag. Like, oh, man. he skips around, and then it just picks back up like nothing happened. Hey, Kalaya, hey, did you catch that? Stop and observe to see what he's talking about. You guys notice it. Do I see what's happening? Yes. Okay. Clyde? Yes, madam. Why do you appear to be broken? Because what? my god came down and talked to me and gave... This was um, the point where I officially became a paladin. Technically, it looks broken because uh, my god quite literally stopped time to grant me um, the power in which I have now. Gods can affect this plane. Spirits wander in oddness. Time lapses seem to be stuck here forever. And we're not exactly quite sure what we're supposed to be doing here in the first place. All we knew were, was to put the, figure out how to put the torch, or return the, the, the fire to the original something-something, which I guess we accomplished that. Now what? Uh, I thought the rat guy, during his ranting and yelling at the other guys, was like, 
Find your answers in the swamp. Awareness check, please. Awareness. Perception check, please. Perception. Six. That one. <laughs> 24. <sighs> so I don't know what is distracting Clyde and Defibulous, but luckily, Kalila notices that that flame is still following you. You have not, it seems to still be following with you at a distance. It has not stopped. So, you have not found where the flame belongs. So the orb is alright. Well, what about that fountain? Huh, what? Oh, yeah, the fountain where we couldn't get to. I'm sorry, I was kind of spaced out there. What's up? I was asking, what exactly are we supposed to be doing, but this orb is still following us. And if the orb is the flame, does that, if it is, where does it go? Do we want to try the fountain that we found? We never did get up very close to it. At least, I, I think I got close to it. I don't remember. Well, I remember it was north. Wasn't that really big, angry plant thing in the way, though? There was also that weird tree. And there was a mist that would encroach on us that would send us back once we got to a certain point. Yes, the mist is gone. Ooh, we should go there. It's like, the, it, it's like this swamp was called a cursed swamp for a reason. A raisin? With the team back at the safest area in the Cursed Swamp, seeing visions, seeing things that are not really there, and echoes of time long forgotten. Well, hopefully in the next story, we will find out more. And as always, be friends, may the dice gods bless your every role. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod. And of course, email whatthedicepod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 